This is an AMI podcast. You're listening to the Kitchen Confession Podcast with Chef Mary Mamalidi. My husband and I, because he's a grocer, when we travel, we will spend the entire time we're there going into grocery stores. He's looking at all the design of the grocery store. Me? I'm looking at, ooh, look at this product. I wonder if we can get this over to Canada. And I am fascinated by the products that people create. Women in food in this country especially, they are just uber individuals and they are rocking the food industry. I don't think the average person understands how much work goes into figuring out what might be good on a shelf and then promoting that product. They put their heart and soul into each of their products and I just love it. That's Kendra Reynolds. She's a culinary nutrition expert and a lover of healthy eating. Kendra is passionate about understanding healthy and nutrient-dense foods to help fuel her family. Welcome to the show, Kendra. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you here. And we're going to start with, how did you get started in the kitchen? Um, well, to be honest, when I was younger, I baked a lot. I liked to be in the kitchen, but I didn't really get started in the kitchen until uh, my kids came along and... I was really focused on, I think as most mothers are, focused on feeding them great food, healthy food mm-hmm. uh, to keep them fueled. Okay. So what was the first recipe you can remember trying? Oh, gosh. I know, right? Oh, yes. No, no, no. I do know it. I do know it. Because you know what? It is actually one of my kids' favorite food or favorite dinner is uh, a peanut stir fry. And oh. do you rem- yeah, do you remember... Um, it was in the nineties. There was like two women who did a cookbook and it was like Looney spoons. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. So it was a, a recipe from in there. And then I sort of modified it and changed it over the years. And it ended up being kind of my own recipe. And it's actually my kid's favorite dinner. Wow. That's a great start. Do you ever find that your, your favorite recipe becomes the one where you don't have to think about anything? Yeah. Right. Like yeah, Exactly. So if I have all those ingredients, I actually don't have to think about anything. And I know that all my kids will eat it. So therefore, it is my favorite recipe. (laughs) (laughs) Sad. These are sad truths. (laughs) It's true. I mean, I always have like this showstopper dressing that I make. When all else fails, like, oh, I've got this dressing. So you always need one to fall back on, right? Something, something. When did you know you wanted to turn your passion for cooking into a business? Or for food in general into a business? Yeah, um, that was definitely not till later in life. Uh, I had a career in pharmaceuticals. Um, so I was in that for a long time. And then I started a company sort of in that general area. And I worked that for six years and then got so burnt out. And, you know, it was one of those times in your 40s where you're like, what do I really want to do with the the latter half of my life, right? And uh, truth be told, I love being in the kitchen. It's just, you know, let me phrase that. I love being in the kitchen if there's nobody else in the kitchen but me. (laughs) (laughs) So let's preface this conversation as that. Oh, Um, yes, I get that. Yeah. So it's just, I love cooking. I love when people say, wow, this is really good. Um, I don't like it when people say, oh, this is awful. (laughs) But you know what? It just, the whole process of it, I love. And it really starts with, I want to feed myself great food and my husband great food. But then, you know, with my kids, it just became more and more important. I grew up on a pretty simple diet, you know, like rice, vegetables, a protein. 
Um, so it wasn't until honestly, till I met Brad that I became a little bit more cultured in food. Um, you know, trying different types of foods and, and really like stretching my own wings. So, Mm -hmm. but then, you know, to put my own spin on that, my husband, of course, like our whole life really does revolve around food because he's a grocer. Um, but then for me, it was just, okay, I, I have, uh, sensitivities to food. So how can I feel my body, um, with healthy food, but still great food, if you know what I mean. Tell us about the grocery store. Yeah. So Summerhill Market has been in my husband's family for over 65 years. And so, you know, it was his grandfather's and then his dad took it over and then Brad's been running it for the last uh, while with his sister. And yeah, the the store is really what it started out was a neighborhood store. Um, and now it's really grown into a foodie destination. And uh, we have uh, three different locations, almost four. We have a new one opening up. And it really is, you know, if you want good food, prepared food, done by chefs every day, um, or new products, uh, they really have their their angle on getting new products from the US or from, uh, you know, Europe on their shelves, this is the place to go. It definitely is. I have been shopping at Summerhill for years. Oh, awesome. And there are a lot of products that you can't get just anywhere. So that that's one of my favorite is that if you truly want to try different products and there's always that underlining health conscious side to it. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people feel like that like once they go in and once they try some of the food and they get access to some of the products it's just a regular place that they go and I think that's why it's uh, done so well over the years. It is and all grocery stores have the prepared foods but honestly they don't have it like Summerhill. And you know what? They do a great job and and I think it's because we actually do have amazing chefs really thoughtful about their ingredients uh, behind the scenes, putting their love into those, into each of those foods. I always think the Thai, the Thai chef at, at Summerhill is just like, his name's Jay. He's just unreal. Like if you want good Thai food, you're getting it from an actual amazing, unbelievable Thai chef. And he just loves cooking. Are you up for a couple of games? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love the way everyone answers this. It's like they're a little afraid, oh, yeah. a little apprehensive. Like, okay, what's she going to ask me? All right. The first one we're going to do, it's called This or That. The choice is yours. You can oh. get with this or you can get with that. Dine in or delivery? Uh, dine in. Cupcake or pie? Cupcake. Asiago or truffle cheese? Truffle cheese. Netflix or cable? Netflix. Online shopping or in-store? online shopping. Are you a carnivore or veggies? Carnivore. Oh God. Confession. There's my confession. (laughs) (laughs) So am I. So am I. Uh, What's worse, laundry or dishes? Oh, laundry. Oh, see, you're my people. Yes. Yeah. Terrible. Do you prefer salty or sweet? Oh, you know what? I think up until like two years ago, I was sweet and now I've switched to salty. I don't know what that says about me. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Weird. Dog or cat? Oh, don't make me choose. Oh my <laughs> gosh. No. Can't choose. Sorry. <laughs> I have two cats though. But if I, was, if I wasn't married to Brad, I would have a cat and a dog. Aww. Now you put together a curated kitchen box. What is it and how did it start? 
And this did come out of COVID for sure. Um, but I was, I had been thinking about it for a year before. And I'll tell you why. So my husband and I, because he's a grocer, we, you know, when we travel, um, the two of us, you know, since our kids have gotten older, we've traveled to Europe in the summertime um, over the last three or four summers. And this is what we do. We go to, uh, let's just pick London, England, and we will spend the entire time we are there going into grocery stores. Now, he will go into grocery stores and he will be looking at, "Hmm, I like that cabinet. I like the design of this. I like the way the halls work. I like the way the cash is set up. But, you know, he's looking at all the design of the grocery store. Right. Me, I'm looking at, ooh, look at this product. Ooh, I wonder how they distribute (laughs) that. Ooh, I wonder if we can get this, you know, you know, over to Canada. That's what I do. And I am fascinated by the products that people create. And some of them great, some of them, you know, ooh, that was a good try at that one, but a few things need to change. The Curated Kitchen Box is all about really my love of people, and I have to say this, a lot of women, women in food in this country especially, even when I'm making the Curated Kitchen Box, I can't even tell you, I think it was my first box I sent out, I think there was 16 products, I think 15 out of 16 were Canadian products. And 13 out of 16 were from Canadian moms. That's fantastic. That? And these moms, like, they are just uber individuals and they are rocking the food industry. And, you know, I truly believe that their products are growing because they're moms and they're, they're, they're feeding their kids and they're like, oh, shit, you should have this product. I don't think that the average person understands how much work goes into um, first of all, figuring out what a product, what what might be good on a shelf, um, and then making the packaging for that product, and then promoting that product. And these entrepreneurs, they put their heart and soul into each of their products or brands. And I just love it. And then I love that I get to try all these products. And so the Curated Kitchen Box is all about celebrating those people that put in time and effort into these brands and foods that we get to try, but maybe aren't huge yet, right? Like I like to introduce people to these like smaller companies that, you know, probably in a couple of years, uh, you know, half of them or 60% of them will be massive companies and they'll be distributing everywhere, distributing in the average Loblaws. But I want to show you how they are at grassroots level and, and really tell you the story about each of them. So what can people expect to find in a curated kitchen box? Oh, gosh. Well, it's a subscription, uh, but you can buy uh, each like so it's seasonal. So there's Mm -hmm. four in a given year. Um, You can buy each separately, um, but it's a little bit more. It's a little bit more price. But if you buy a subscription, you will get four boxes within the year each at each season. And what you will find are curated products by me. So things that I love. Um, trying to round out the entire kitchen. So you'll find some baking items. You'll find some snacks. You'll definitely always, always find chocolate. <laughs> um, okay. Speaking of chocolate, this last uh, was the fall box I just received. Yeah. There were, there are, um, I was going to say were because they really are almost done. The peanut butter cups. Oh my God. Yes. The unreal oh my with goodness. the quinoa crisps in them. Are they not oh to die for? My goodness. I had to hide the bag. <laughs> because I could not stop. So it's dark chocolate, peanut butter, quinoa crisps in them. They're so good. Like it's just a cleaner product, right? 
I'm always looking for the cleaner product and the, you know, the, the heightened ingredients uh, versus the, the lower end product, I guess. You just feel a little bit better feeding it to your kids and a little bit better eating it yourself. But yes, those are so good. So really the curated kitchen box is just about celebrating great products. And while we're on it, let's talk about the blog. Okay, so wifeofagrocer.com. And it is truly just my journey of learning more about food. When I uh, shifted careers and decided to stay, you know, with home with my girls and, and love them and find a new way with food, I took a course from Megan Telpner. Mm-hmm. Um, are you familiar with her? Yes, I am. So I took her course um, from the Academy of Culinary Nutrition, and. That was, I have a science background, so I would say I have a good base of the human body. I have an honors degree and my focus was human biology. So then I took this course to really talk about, okay, how can the everyday person eat more nutrient-dense food? You know, how do we get the right things, the right combinations um, to make our our bodies function better? And that course was top-notch. I just loved it. I could have gone on and on and on and on in that course. I wish, well, I do take more of her courses, but that base one is, is sort of sets you up for everything. When I started that course or just before I started that course, I decided to make a blog and I was like, all right, I'm going to share this because I really want to have an impact if somebody out there is struggling with food sensitivities because they're, you don't have to struggle. You may have to make choices, <laughs> right? Um, but you don't have to struggle. I'm Mary Mammoliti, and you're listening to the Kitchen Confession Podcast. Today, I'm talking with Kendra Reynolds, culinary nutrition expert and a lover of healthy eating. So when we're talking about the business, what advice would you give someone wanting to pursue a career similar to yours? And what were some of the mistakes that you've made and that you've learned from? Oh, gosh. So if somebody wanted to come in to do what I was doing or, you know, into the food space, I guess, Mm-hmm. I would say there is lots of love out there and followers and, you know, just do what you're passionate about. And the, the people that are passionate about those the same things will will are, be attracted to you and you will be attracted to them. Like, I'm sure, Mary, if I asked you, how many uh, Instagram friends do you feel like you talk to almost daily, mm-hmm. right? Like little comments here and there and you feel like, that all oh, my peeps like oh there's Catherine there's like you know and you get you get a little filled up and that's your community because that's your tribe because you are sending out there what they are liking and they're sending out there what you're liking and that that's all you have to concentrate on were there any resources that have helped you along the way you know what this is my best advice so when i started this blog i said to myself i'm going to do it all i'm actually just going to build my own website i've never built a website in my life I did and, the same. Yeah. And I'm just going to do it all because I can do it all. And so I actually, I did. I learned WordPress, like, which took me a long time. And I- <gasps> Good and for I, you. Oh, no, I, no, no. I gave but, up on WordPress. <laughs> um, But I built it. And then, like, I got halfway done or three quarters of the way done. And I called a web guy. And he's just like, he looked at it. And he's like, well, this is, you know, this is pretty good. He's like, just let me do it. I'll give even give you a deal. I think he felt sorry for me. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized in that moment, 
you don't have to be an expert at all the things it takes to actually run a business, right? You got to let some things go and let other people do what they're good at and concentrate the stuff that you're good at. Who are the three people who have been the most influential to you? Oh, this is a dicey question. <laughs> um, I mean, if we're going to go really big picture, you know, my mom, she's a great person and she taught me how to be kind and she taught me how to listen and she taught me how to create community. Number two in the food space, let's get into the food space. Uh, Megan Teltner for sure. I just, I just enjoy her. She is her own person and she um, is doing really great in the world. She's doing good in the world. Uh, and I admire that. And number three, wow. You know what, my kids. I love that. They've influenced, yeah. They've influenced me to just be a better person because I've I've had to mother them. Are they your toughest critics? Oh, God, yeah. When it comes to food, yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. This is so funny. This is a great example. So yesterday, my one daughter, Callie, loves doing these stories, right? So usually when I pick them up from school, Um, I have a snack that I might've made that day. And so yesterday I made um, donut holes. They were sweet potato donut holes. I'm laughing because I saw it. Go ahead. Oh my God. Is it like, this is like the most hilarious thing. So I made donut holes, but they did not turn out like donut holes. First of all, they were massive donut holes and they had, there was nothing round about them. Um, But anyways, and I covered them in like brown sugar and cinnamon and I pass them up to my kids and I'm driving. I'm like, oh, Cal, why don't you, Callie, why don't you do a story? She's like, okay. So she, she talks really loud, like, so I can hear certain things. And then there was one part of the story where she gets really close to the camera and she's like, these do not look like donuts and they do not taste like donuts. (laughs) But she was trying to hide it from me. Oh my God. So yes, they're my toughest critics. Um, Just for the record, Mary, so you know, she actually ate that whole donut. So it couldn't have been that bad. Exactly. Um, <laughs> she's still eating away. Uh, but there, you know what I do love this about my blog is that like they, they get to try new things and, and they get to be real about the answer. Right. Um, mm-hmm. I love that. That's stretching their own independence and their own voice. And, and I love that. That's perfect. I mean, and it's, it's getting them to be interested in food and trying different things. Yeah. Like even my daughter, Bridget, last night, I couldn't believe it. I made a Thai quinoa chicken soup. Mm-hmm. And my one daughter will try anything. And she's usually really good with about soups. And so Bridget came over. She's like, mom, I think my palate is maturing. So I'm going to try it. <laughs> <laughs> she's 11. I'm like, oh my God, I just cry that you said that, right? My work is done here. Yes. Are there any favorite kitchen tips that you like to do or use in your kitchen? Oh yeah. My, my number one favorite kitchen tip. Well, I I like to do a lot of about storing food because my husband, you know, as a grocer, he hates to waste food. Um, so my number one favorite thing to do is when you get home on a Sunday with groceries or Monday, uh, peel your carrots, cut your celery, wash it all and put them in separate uh, containers in water and they will keep for weeks. That was my number one favorite tip. Can you please share the banana hack with everyone? Because oh, yeah. do you remember that one? I oh, was yeah. blown away by this one and I still do it today. Oh, good. That, yeah. That's another great one. Um, well, if you come home with a bushel of, of uh, bananas, 
you will notice that there's a plastic wrapping that kind of holds the bushel together, right? Mm -hmm. So if you separate all of those bananas into the individual bananas and wrap a little piece of saran wrap or plastic at the top, they it'll keep your bananas for a much longer time than if you keep them all together in a bushel. It gave my bananas, I think, almost five days. Yeah, extra. I would agree. Yeah. Are you working on uh, any new recipes right now? Well, yesterday I was perfecting my Thai soup recipe. Uh, so I was working on that because Jay at the store, who I've cooked with before, he was he's the Thai chef. He was like, Kendra, you can't make, well, actually this is through Brad, my husband, but you can't make Thai food without lemongrass. But, you know, I'm not a food chef expert. So I was like, well, I don't really know how to deal with lemongrass. So I've been working on that lately. Yeah. Oh, that's good. And is there anything that you would never use or cook with in the kitchen? I hate eggplant. Don't tell no anybody. Way. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I just can't do it. I uh, really? I've tried and tried. I know everyone tells me you should have eggplant parm. I'm like, no, I just can't do it. I don't know why. And I'm like, I'm a veggie person, man. I'll eat any vegetable. <laughs> just don't make me eat eggplant. <laughs> Okay, noted. No eggplant for Kendra. Yes. We're going to play a round of rapid fire. What is your junk food kryptonite? Chocolate. If your fridge could talk, what would be the one word it would use to describe your snack choices? I'm running out of apples. (laughs) (laughs) You've got five minutes to move into a new kitchen and you can only take one item with you. What would it be and why? My beautiful knife with nothing else. (laughs) I wouldn't have anything to cut. (laughs) Just the knife. Just a <laughs> Describe your culinary style in two words. Too healthy. Justin Bieber brought sexy back. What would you bring back? Chocolate peanut butter balls? I don't know. That's what came to mind. <laughs> Love it. It's not sexy. <laughs> Curse words you use in the kitchen. Shit. All the time. And your favorite ingredient. Oh, gosh. What would be my favorite ingredient? Garlic, probably. Yeah garlic. I love to ask all my guests, and you knew this one was coming. What is your kitchen confession? Oh, gosh. My kitchen confession is that, I don't know, 60% of the stuff I make, my kids don't actually like. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And they'll probably tell you, here's the other one, they'll probably tell you that daddy's a better cook and daddy cooks maybe like 0.05% of the time. (laughs) That is hilarious. There you go. Leave there it to the, the kids, truth. right? Your toughest critics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that is hilarious. If um, listeners want to reach out, where can our listeners connect with you online? Yeah. So most of my handles, uh, like my website is uh, wifeofagrocer.com. My Insta is wifeofagrocer. Facebook is wifeofagrocer. I'm currently working on bolstering up my Pinterest account. Um but it all, it all takes so much time. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and that's where you can find um, the curated kitchen box is sold on my website. And uh, you can sign up for subscriptions there or uh, or buy a box and check it out. Oh my God, this was so much fun. Thank you again so much for joining me on the show, talking, well, chatting for- food and sharing all your, uh, your kitchen confessions with us. Thank you. This was so much fun. This was my first time being on a podcast and this was like the best experience ever. 
It's that time. We've reached the end of another show. Be sure to visit kitchenconfession.com for more recipes and foodie finds. I'd like to thank producer and editor Matt Agnew, and I'm Mary Mammoliti. See you at the next episode.